You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, I'm loving the story about the Asian girl that enrolled as the high school student. She's 29 years old, and it was in uh, New Brunswick. This is the one that lasted like four days. Yeah, she, yeah, four days. She's getting phone numbers. She's taking names. She's doing all sorts of stuff. Had a birth certificate. Asian people, you're so lucky. To us, you look the same age from like 18 to about 63. We don't know, and we're not. We're afraid to question it. You guys don't age. It's a brilliant feature of your uh, culture is that when, when you do age, it's you, go, full you, you go straight into like 200-year-old yeah. man. Even the women grow the little weird side around the lips, mustache, and they, uh, it's uh, incredible. Yeah, you're right. They go full tilt yeah. old, like overnight. And you become, well, like, wise, like immediately. But I've met Asian people that I'm like, oh, this guy's clearly my age. And he was like 73. And I met him and thought, oh, he's clearly my age. And he's 28. Incredible. They don't age. Our friend Jim Wilson. He Asians looks the don't same. clack, man. No, it does not. That's right. That's right. Jim Wilson, who we've known since he was in his early... T- I, you 29. Show, show me a picture of Jim when he was... Uh, when I first met him and today. And it's been 25 years since I've known the guy. And I tell you right now, I couldn't tell the difference. There's no, you, you give me a general, other than maybe his weight fluctuation. Maybe. Yeah. And just because I've seen him, I wouldn't know. That's amazing. 29, though, she got back into school. No motive really is like, like she was a grad student. Like, nobody really knows why she went back. But I think deep down we all would like to. It would be great to go back, if you could pull it off and go back to high school now. Just to... Just to dominate everyone, just to realize how stupid everyone was, how dumb high school kids are, and how smart they think they are, but they're, I mean, you know, you live with one, they're just not that bright, they're really just kind of like, wow, you're not going to make, how many times you question on a daily basis if Kirby could survive more than a day or two without supervision, it wouldn't, they're just not. I try not to. Right, because they're not smart, and I know you don't like to say that about her, someday she'll be an adult, but she's not smart right now, she's. She stared, like, her logic's out the window. You were just telling a story about her going, well, if I called another of your friends, would they know? Uh, that's a common noise they make, which is, uh, they're proud to not know things. Go back and just kind of feel like king of the world for a minute. There's definitely something wrong with you if you do it. But all of us have fantasized if, if I know now, or if I knew then what I know now, going back to high school, how easy it would have been. You know, oh, the, the, the lack of any sort of dramatic anything, or you'd be slaying too. It would be crushing. It would be. They'd be. Would, that's the sad part, is that some guys would do it just for that. <laughs> that's why the movies that uh, you know the the swapping bodies thing was always so popular. It's also going, you know, the undercover one. Undercover, back to high school. right? You're, yeah, the Twenty One Jump, Jump Street was like, God, this would be. I, I could do that. Like that was. It was appealing because it's always appealing to go back. And just rid yourself of all the crap that was on your shoulders in high school that didn't necessarily need to be there. 
Because you realize at about age 24 how absolutely unimportant and useless high school was. Like I, thought a, anything. I thought that was uh, a twist on that was kind of funny because the, the jock, which was supposed the to be... Movie? Yeah, in the yeah, movie? Yeah, the movie. The nerds were the popular crew. Mm. It was a reverse around, so From he goes in there and right. he's just totally getting... Yeah, he's a douche. He's Gronkowski. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, it's a really weird kind of thing to want to go back in there. But body swap movies, those undercover movies, everybody's always thought to themselves, if I could get a job where I could go back and be a kid, an undercover kid, you'd do it because you'd, you'd just realize how easy it is to move those checkers around the board. They're, they're idiots. This lady did it. And Asians, you could do this all day long and start over. Like maybe, you did, you know, if, you, if I was an Asian person and things hadn't worked out and I'm 27, maybe go back. Act like you got your senior year together. Pretend you're 17 again. Go back and start over. Start over like you're, you got you got the wrong college. You got this. The last eight years have sucked. It all stemmed from your high school stuff. You go back. You fix that in your own mind. You start fresh. You can start fresh. Just take a 10-year gap if you're Asian. Your no mom and dad home. could be in on it. They go back and check the sure. parents. No, they look of age. I no, mean, look. Your, your parents could get into high school if you're, if you're Asian. This girl looked it. She looked exactly like every other... Teenage Asian girl and New Brunswick, which uh, they don't have a lot. They're not questioning that. They're not running around Jersey with all the Asian people. They're like, oh, good. We've got some diversity. They were happy to see it. But she was charged uh, for posing as a student for four days. Tai Zhong Shin, 29-year-old city lady, has been charged with one count of providing false government documents. That's what they got her for. Is that a felony? Oh, yeah. It's a big, it's not, you can't be doing just that. Just checking, I'm just checking. According to police, she filed the false documents uh, to enroll in a high school, claiming she was a teenager. She provided everything. The charges, it's actually a third degree offense to do what she did. I don't know about the false documents, but to get into the high school. Uh, <laughs> on Wednesday, as a result of an in-school fight, uh, the fake document incident, sh- uh, social media showed several posts from students who said they were concerned for their safety that this lady might not be exactly who she says she is. She's got a Facebook page and she's out drinking, having fun at her office parties. And now the teachers are like, what happened here needs to be addressed? How many kids in this school are 30? Well, I don't know. It's, what is it, like 902 and 0, everybody in high school was 30 and nobody bad tonight. Luke Perry, I think he was like 51 and he was a senior. We'll buy it. If the storylines are good enough. If you could go back to high school, Brady, what would you go back and change? Like right now, knowing what you know now, you go back to high school, what one thing stands out? You're like, man, if I knew then what I know now. Probably the the dating situation yeah. on some girls. Yeah. Brett? Oh, as dumb as those broads were back then, <laughs> and I was even dumber. I know. And if I came back with that, I'd, just, I'd slay the whole school. I would have had so much... I wouldn't have been beaten off in socks at all. I would have been just killing it. I had opportunities, and I was—I overplayed every hand. You got in the friend zone? I, I got so deep into friend zones with girls that then 10, 12 years later, was like, oh, I had such a crush on you. Like, on me? Yeah, I just didn't think you liked me. I, what? Because I was nice to them. What they wanted was a guy to take it, take charge. Yep. That's why all the dudes that were getting it were the ones who were like, hey, it seems like all those movies, like the bad boy gets the girl. He's the jerk. It's like Johnny from the Karate Kid was yes. always slaying. Yes. He had Elizabeth Shoe first. Yep. I was always trying to be Ralph Macchio, respectful and all that. Waste of time. Buying flowers. I don't know how many dozens of roses I handed out the second. It was like, all right, this is it. 
we're getting married. And I'd start buying things, and they'd be like, oh, he's, he's a little weird. Now, now I'm a 1920s courting man. Would you wear my pin and be my bitch? <laughs> here's my sweater. Yeah, here's my sweater. You could wear it around so folks know that you and I are an item, eh? You haven't you... even tried to kiss me. Well, I would be, oh, 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 my God, what are you, one of those fast gals? <laughs> I, was, I was a 1950s brain. In this little tiny body. I, I went through 23 letter jackets. Yeah, <laughs> just handing just out coats. Just give it coats Go steady, right? <laughs> going steady. See, there's a problem. If you said that at all once, a girl look at you like, yeah, that's exactly right. I'm going to go smoke some weed right now. You go steady with your 1920s black and white gal. Still writing notes in high school. Will yeah. you go with me? Circle yes yeah. or no? Well, Maybe. You, I had a lot of that. I'd write notes. See, my problem was I'd write notes and confess everything. There was no fun. There was no game. I would just basically say, I know I'm not the greatest looking guy. I would d- d- demean myself to be like, look, I know this is a this is a bad offer, but if you take me up on it, it'll ma- I'll make it worth your while. I was terrible. And then roses would show up at their house, and uh, and all they really wanted was somebody to have fun with. And I'm sitting there like, it's very serious. It's a very serious moment between you and I. I want to make you my best gal. I was an idiot. I'd also go back and realize that uh, I overthought all the sports, too. I probably could have played. Actually, it was my dad's fault because he kept saying, you're too small. You'll get killed out there because I was little. Could have been the next Spud Webb. Who knows? Yeah, he talked me out of it. He knew I was I'd play any sport, but I was little. And the first time I got hurt, he lost. He goes, weak kids break their bones. I'm like, that's not true. Everybody has bones to break. Yeah, weak kids do it more. And I had a broken arm because I got hit. You're not playing. I'm not playing. He was worried more about his deductible, I think. That was really offensive. Yeah. It was, I was a pricey, weak kid. You'd throw a ball a mile, but it didn't matter. You're going to get hit once. One of those giants will lay on you, and next thing you know, we're in the hospital, and I'm, I'm forking out a few grand because you're one of those weak kids. Thanks, Dad. Those are some big boys over there. You sure you can play with them? Like, yeah, I, I don't think you can. Okay, I won't. I'm, you're right. I probably shouldn't get involved. But he was, he was just looking out for me in the worst possible way. But, uh, yeah, the, going back to high school, is it's a, it's a fantasy for a lot of people. And, man, oh, man, the first thing that I think every guy thinks of is all the girls you struck out with and why you struck out with. Ugh. Now, Ugh. going back, be in trouble. Why? Because you're 50. She's such years different. Old. You're, you're going in with how you'd act back then, which is okay. Now, you know, hitting on a girl... I could still so do it. Offensive. Yeah. You're going to get arrested. No, I speak 13. To as long as you went old. back as the mindset of now. Yes. It, it's, you it's, go back to your own time. Pervy. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. I'm not going back. Nah, to we're like not Chomo. You Madison know. 9. Exactly. Hey, <laughs> ladies. Yeah. Like I could go. Like it's a time machine. Right. It's the yeah. same. The, you know it, how to handle the situation better. Yeah. It's the Fred Savage body swap. Where a kid becomes an adult and then the adult gets to go back to high school. It's everybody's thought, oh man, what would I do different? And uh, yeah, I you know, I would waste a lot less time on the on the uh, courting process and just make moves. I, I would I would take the you know. I don't like it that way. Okay, cool. I'll move on. Like I was, I I would yeah. go into just deep depressions, massive depressions. If Angela didn't like me. Oh, and then two weeks later, I was fine, and I liked someone else. But those—it was just miserable. Like, oh, why? What did I? What have I done? I would—it was so dramatic. If a girl didn't like me, it was like, oh no. And then, and then I was, and mainly because I felt embarrassed that I probably wrote her some stupid letter she showed all her friends about 
how how beautiful I think she is. I was I was terrible. You were like Shakespeare back then. Yeah, your <laughs> letters. I was big on writing. I had good penmanship. I wanted to show you. That might off. take your letters back. I'd be taking my mixtapes back. <laughs> yeah, mixtapes to the wrong girl. Yeah, I'd do a lot of resets, and I and I you know what? I would shift my focus onto the girls that I didn't push hard enough. God damn it, that would be great. But I'm not Asian, so I can't go back to high school. Damn it. Yeah, because it does sound kind of pervy to go, if we went to, like, today's high school, yeah. I would totally bang your kids. <laughs> That's not what we're saying. Go back to junior high, 1980s, you know. A time portal sending you back saying I could change this. And then I wonder what else would change through that serendipity type stuff. The, you know, the butterfly effect of me going back if I did. Go a different direction. Yeah, if I did make out. Like, wouldn't it be awful to find out that you were, like, all I had to do was make out with Christy Greenway and I'd be, like, a senator. Like it would just changed everything, like or, or like, the or, other way, or or yeah, or as a hobo. You're always so positive, Brady. Thanks. <laughs> you could have gone hobo well, route. Yeah, I guess I suppose, but still, I would. I'd figure on that. I don't think I had it in me to be a hobo. Something drastic had to no. happen to send me down hobo road. <laughs> I, I think I would have avoided hobo. I don't have it in me to go down drugs or hobo avenue. I was too driven to get something out of this, you know, to make, to, but who knows? It could have been like just one makeout session with one of those girls that I really liked that I didn't get with. Change everything. Then there again goes Brady's theory. You could have gotten her pregnant through all your premarital nonsense. I'm like, that's true too. But you would know, knowing then, make sure you're bagging. Make sure you know bagging, but I, yeah. I was stupid. I would have. I had Jimmy hat, Jimmy hat, all over the place. Jimmy hats are big for Brady. <laughs> I wore a Jimmy hat just in case with my pants on. So you never much know dry humping. Which one of those little guys can squeeze through your tough skins? <laughs> dry humper with with the Jimmy hat on. Jimmy hats. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we got Mountaintop. Balance. Like, speaking of romance and love and all that. And that was something I was terrible at, too. I would pick days, like Valentine's Day, to express my love. And that was the bigger issue. I would express my love to someone who didn't know I really liked them. I love you. Like, oh, no. I was the guy who told them I loved them, like, the first day. I know we're just friends, but I think I love you. Instead of just saying, I think I like you, would you want to you go do something? It was this big proclamation of love and Instead of just going, hey, do you want to go do something with me? I love you so much. I mean, I was younger, but it was still the same thing. It was sixth grade. Um, oh. I I uh, asked Mary Florence to go with me. She yeah. said yes. Nothing ever happened that first week. I go to um, Washington, D.C. for vacation a couple of days. Sure. And I buy a pendant, 1776. Yeah. Right. Bicentennial pendant to give her. Never gave it to her. I found it the other. Oh no, kidding! You still ago. have it's it. Still in it. Yeah. Call her up. Here is for you. I forgot. It's funny that when you tell stories about your childhood, my brain—it's dirt roads, dust, wagons. Like, yeah. I don't know why, but you're like talking about. I don't know what when you were talking about because I think her name Mary Florence. It's like Bonanza. Sent, or sent me back to like Little House on the Prairie. Which it I'm was. Gonna, yeah. I'm gonna court Mary Florence, Paul. And, and <laughs> when we make our trip over to the capital, I'm going to buy her something real sweet because I'm sweet on her. Took a week to get there. Right. I don't know what my brain did. Those Pony Express. Once you said, sent my parents a telegram, so I have this pendant. <laughs> I'm four days away from the capital. Stop. Stop. <laughs> 
buying Mary Florence a pendant. Stop. I look forward to courting you when I get home. Bad news, boy. Stop. Mary Florence was bitten by a rabid dog. Stop. She's got the hydrophobe. (laughs) She was put down in her pen. But the pendant. Stop. Yeah, I I don't know why my... It's because of her name, Mary Florence. I picture a a woman... Like in a big bonnet with a yeah, shepherd's thing, does. and I don't. Mary Florence sounds like a very old woman. And I, I want to know. And now she is a very old woman. I wonder what she had. Do you, you still know where yeah, she? Yeah, she is? got married. You follow the same. kids. That's impressive. I saw her. How she uh, I saw her at a reunion. Yeah, ten years ago, maybe last the last time five yeah. years. Uh, do you regret not getting that pin on her? No, no. Her she she, she looks terrible. She's no, she looks fine. <laughs> Your quick answer of no is uh, better than the, she looks fine. Britain, I know. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Great. It's cool. She's got one of those old lady teardrop asses starting. <laughs> ah, I did, didn't get you that know far. You I'm talking yes. about? A weird double butt that starts Yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, scope it out then. You did. Because well, it wasn't even, so looking at her face, you're like, no look, need. I even look down. <laughs> so she's a wildebeest wow. then. No, she's not. She's still in good shape. Let's just say this. I wish I had that pen so I could have popped her. She looked like Grimace. <laughs> Look like Violet after she ate them. She's in good shape, but you said you didn't look. Now, you, now you're just dancing around everything. I didn't even. Yeah, look. no, I didn't. Oh, she's uh, still in good shape. Go too far. I mean, I knew she wasn't a grimace. Put it that way. Yeah. All right, but you didn't look. You recognize the grimaces, <laughs> but you didn't look. Just to be clear. Yeah, no, not really. But you knew she was pretty. I just—it's just a grimace check. That's all. Right. That's all. You're just wandering around doing grimace looks. Not a grimace. I'm Mary Florence. How Salutations, are you? Brady. How are you this fine day? I was trying to accord you a long time ago. Season I'll take my bag of flour yeah. and I'll leave. <laughs> That's right. Would you walk me to the mercantile, Brady? I don't know why I pictured you in old time. It was sepia toned. Everything you were talking about, the picture I was painting was like 1891. I'm going to court so. Mary Florence today. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, and then Toledo handed me this. This this is off putting. How many lesbian bars do you think there are in the United States? Self-proclaimed lesbian bars. They, they are lesbian bars by name. How many in the U.S. Well of Well known. 335 million people live in the United States. I used to know of two in Seattle. And that's right. it. How many would you guess? And I'll give you within a few, you know, for the prize. I'll go... Uh, within five, Alex. 3,000. 3,000 left. I'm going to go... Let me tell you this. There's 50,000 bars in the United States. Yeah. How many? Oh, yeah, no, no, I thought okay. that, that, that seems low. I'm going to go wow. 300, actually. 300 lesbian yes. bars in all the U.S. Brady? I'm going to change that 3, up. 3,000 total? Yeah. I'll keep it at 3,000. You stay three. There are 15 lesbian bars in the entire country. One five. Well, it's because the rest of them aren't out yet. <laughs> Why? What are they waiting for? Of what? I don't know. <laughs> if I'd, you've got a, a room no full of lesbians, Come on. yeah. That, so what they're saying is like uh, the, the, 
There's a so project. A, a gay bar would be completely different, right? That's this different. Is yeah. lesbian, oh, lesbian bar is yeah. different. Have ain't you ever been to a lesbian bar? Ain't nobody's biz. Yeah, I don't was, know if it's still there. The, I don't think it's there, but it was the one bar here. They revamped that uh, that little shopping area that ain't nobody's yeah. biz was in. And I think they got. They had out. a bowling alley, and now there's a Ross and a Tuesday morning and a protein house and it's like all these different. They, they, they can't barbecue. have that weird lesbian bar. There's 15 of them. And I went to that Ain't Nobody's Biz one. Oh, yeah, so did I. With a giant lesbian. I went with the ex-wife. You went with a lesbian, too. Oh, yeah. She was trying to tell you something back then. I know. I didn't, you went didn't, in there with her then? Didn't pick up on, this, on, this, on the uh, sign. She was shopping. You took her shopping. 100%. You didn't even know. Didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I didn't and know what it was, was a lesbian bar go? when we walked in. You know immediately when you walk in. When you walk in, yeah. yes. Yeah, but when going you, yeah. there, I didn't know. I'll give it they to you. They ripped the sleeves off your shirt? How'd yeah. you know? Uh, Can't yeah. have long sleeves. <laughs> Brady. Nothing but flannel. The, the amount of butch cuts oh, and the lipstick lesbians there. It's, it's bi-level oh, haircuts great. like a 1987 oh yearbook. Uh, so, yeah, you, I'll give you up to the point where you pulled into the parking lot and goes, this is, uh, but the second you get out and see the smoking in the front, you're like, this is a lesbian bar. You knew ain't nobody's we, business. Were you meeting someone there? Yeah, I think we were meeting one of her friends who is Unbelievable. Who is you got cucked even then. 100%. <laughs> By women, <laughs> which is cool for most cases, but in this one, she's literally looking for your replacement. Well, and this person that we're meeting, come to find out, I mean, over the course of our marriage, had long had feelings for Don. No long kidding. Long time. Yeah. And, and Did you have a what dance happened? off or anything? Yeah, They're still friends, but Don, but Don shut it down. So she moved out of state for a few years. I think she might be back. Mm. Had a cancer scare. They power rubbed. Though. It ain't nobody's biz. I I am a hundred percent sure that something power happened. rubbing happened yeah. in a car. Were you like dancing with Don and she'd cut in and like cut up my, yeah. my dance with her, anything like that? <laughs> I think she danced with Don that night. I'm pretty sure you I, have I'm a lesbian. Sure she didn't have to cut in. <laughs> you have lesbian hair. I have if, lesbian if, hair if, now. If, yeah, <laughs> if you and I walked into a bar with my walk and your hair, we'd be like the queen and queen of the prom. I walk in like like Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you've got amazing lesbian hair. Oh, thank you. And I have the Maybe. best lesbian walk in the pit. Doesn't he, though? If you saw him, you'd think that. If we go longer the in the back. If you... Yeah, that's when that weird grandma comes in and like, oh, my God, she's got your hair. Yeah. And she's going, more on top she's going fishing with her friend Phyllis. Yep. Like, what the? Grandma's got a friend named Phyllis, and they fish a lot. We're going camping in a fifth wheel? Channel 3 did a story about two lesbians that got robbed on an RV. And all they did was fish, and one of them, one of them walked like me, and one of them had Toledo's hair. So, kinda. well, so, Yelp, Yelp does have the top ten lesbian bars in Phoenix here, so there are a few of them. Well, they've got to be more. Well, fifteen across the country, according to this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It says fifteen. The awareness and fundraising campaign called Lesbian Bar Project. Only fifteen of them. Two oh two five percent are uh, sapphic centric. So I mean, caters yeah. to lesbians. Not that they have lesbian stuff. So this is just, it's an issue, according to lesbian Leah De La Ria. Uh, she's the executive producer and narrator of Projects PSA, which is a thing that they talk Why about. Why is it an issue? Because uh, they're they're a dying breed, and the lesbians don't know where to go. You don't want packs of lesbians just wandering into our bars. They'll turn them into lesbian bars. <laughs> uh, but we have a top ten rundown in Phoenix. Well, of places lesbians can go. It doesn't mean that the bar wants to be a lesbian bar. This is a lesbian takeover. Well, like uh, Boycott Bar on 7th Avenue. Is, mm-hmm. The bar establishment is a great place to come. It has been known as a lesbian-only bar. Okay, so, so there's one. Yeah. 
But most of the time, it's a gay bar with lesbian night. Right, right. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I think BS West is on here, and that's... BS West yeah. is a gay bar. Right, right, but they're listed here as well. So. That's an all-skate. No, that's a gay <laughs> bar. That is it. Yeah, Les- for- lesbians are uncomfortable with how feminine that place is. That's a gay bar. It's a great bar. But, yeah, BS West, right next to Rock Bar. We'd finish our shows at Rock yeah. Bar and look over. Some great people just, watching. Man, oh, man, is it fun. <laughs> Especially when you com- uh, combine those two worlds. Oh, yeah. Because some of the guys who still dress at Rock Bar like it's 1980s rock look like they should be at BS West, and they're mad about it. Like some of the guys at BS West are dressed like the guys who think they look cool today in their jean jackets and their chaps. Well, Not Katero. Like no, I know. Katero <laughs> dresses like he's at BS West, and he thinks he's an L.A. gun. He leaves, goes next door, and blows off some steam. Boy, does he. Literally. <laughs> Yeah, they have theories about the decrease, including less need to do uh, assimilation of uh, lesbian bars outside of gay bars. Uh, they're just comboing them up, and that's what's making lesbians mad, is that we used to have our own bars that weren't gay men bars. They were just for us, and now they're just considering all gay bars for everybody. They want full-on lesbian-only bars, and there's only 15 left in the... So they're raising money, and I don't know where that money's going to go. Just just start a bar you're a lazy lesbian if you're trying to crowdfund to get a bar start. Just, you know, get a business loan and start a lesbian bar. But the problem is you go to the bank and say, what's your business? And I want to start a bar. Okay. Uh, what kind of bar? And then they tell a full-on lesbian bar. And if you're in Wichita, they're like, no, we're not giving <laughs> right, you any money for right. that. No, not because it's, a, you know, against their way. There's not enough lesbians. Just just nowadays, it. It, might, it might work. Oh, there's a full oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the curiosity factor of regular folk going in. And then the lesbians will take it over. And you'll realize it's just Melissa Etheridge on the jukebox and a bunch of people <laughs> in uh, sleeveless flannel shirts smoking. And that's true sometimes of bars, how they can change. A certain group goes in there sure. and it expands. And all of a sudden, oh, this bar is known for this. Yeah. This crowd here. Right. That's a super lesbian bar. Uh, and what Brady's saying is in Gilbert, a lot of the times they'll mention a bar and then Brady will say, too many Mexicans. And then they won't go. That thing's packed full of Mexicans now. That's what Gilbert does to bars, and that's what, uh, you know, the Biltmore, to be fair, does. An awful lot of black guys in there. Must be one of them urban bars. <laughs> Let's go over. It's 7P. I don't want to be in there when the when it gets dark. The average ticket's got to be $35. <laughs> that's right. Keeps the riffraff away. You know what I'm saying. Lily White. Yeah, the lesbians want places to go, and I didn't realize lesbians were suffering. Where do they go to pick each other up uh, when it's not the internet? I think that's great. But yeah, Ain't Nobody's Biz was, that was a lesbian bar, not a gay bar. Because at Charlie's Place, when I went and got burritos with Emo Phillips that night, I didn't know it was a gay bar. And then you get there and you realize, oh. And then somebody kept saying it was lesbians. And I'm like, no, I'm seeing a mix of all this. This is everyone. And I don't see any, like that, the one that Toledo's wife tried to girl girl cuck him at. Uh, when she was making her announcement before Toledo was aware, that was a lesbian uh, bar. There were beacons in my yeah. marriage. Yeah. Not, oh not my red flags. You had a lighthouse. Yeah. You had a lighthouse just blah, <laughs> You could hear the light yep. swinging around. What's that sound? Oh, it's the big light telling you that I'm a lesbian and I'm leaving. There it is again. Want to go to a lesbian bar with me? Okay. And you had to be the only. Seems like fun. You had to be the only dude in there. Did you have your goatee? Because without it, you're a star. He doesn't remember the night he passed out. Oh, so hammered with the 
The itchy crotch. Yeah. <laughs> and lesbian haircut. Yep. <laughs> My haircut? Yeah. <laughs> and that little area next to your uh, scrotum was all licked raw? Yep. <laughs> like a cat had been yeah. What's going on here? Somebody licked this particular area of my body. Like they moved all the stuff to the side. Not going there again. <laughs> and, then, and then moved my thigh out of the way and then just rawed me right here. I think I had fun. And then somebody, I remember somebody saying, uh, it's not there. I can't find it. That's it's not a the, heat rash. All this bulgy stuff. Anyway, well, good luck to you. Uh, that's a great story, Richard. I didn't know that she was dragging me out to that stuff. 15 lesbian bars in the country that say we're cater specifically to lesbians. I would have guessed a lot more. I know it's not a lesbian, but I will admit, Charlie's got me on the tacos. Man. I heard good tacos as in food. Yeah. Walked in, walked out. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's the only... F- I didn't realize it was a food truck until the next day. It looked attached. They back it right up to it, and they drape oh. it, and it's like looks like it's part of the building. And then we got these burritos that were phenomenal. And the next day, I went back to get it, and the truck was gone. I'm like, I ate at a food truck. So immediately went and got some Dolkalax and some charcoal tabs. <laughs> got it all out of my system. Threw up, absorbed it. Tried to get it all out of my, my body because food trucks are wrong. And so, uh, yeah. Tell that to Fitz. Ah, uh, well, oh, he's, he's got a... We went to Vegas and all another... the restaurants there, he oh. had to search out the food truck. He, he listened Ugh. to us talking about his uh, travel agency. Yeah, he told me that, yeah. yeah. He's like, <laughs> howling! 100%. Yeah, I'll do it. 100%. I was howling. That is yep. me. <laughs> Big babe, I'll do it. Yeah, no, it is him. And I would gladly uh, go place. Uh-oh, Jay Gudentag just texted me about lesbian bars. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, oh she has sent you up. audio about oh. Dawn and Jamie. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Let me see what I got. Jay knows. You're well, uh, I don't know anything about Don and Jamie. They've been together for three years now. It's long gone. That's the, but that wasn't the one That's she met at the bar. Nope. But no. you know, did you do you think that she had a rub up uh, while you were married? Not while not while we were married. She told she, she told me when we first got together that uh, she swung both ways. Before. No kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, never yeah. told us yeah, that. Yeah, well, not yeah, while you were 100%. married. After, but not while you were married. Yeah. That would have been something I'd have loved to have known back then. No, no, in the no. Day. She told me that when we first got together. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. never told us that when you first got together. Oh. It was after you all broke up. Oh. Because I was shocked and I by the lesbian. I why you wouldn't say anything. Why? Why? I don't know. Just something maybe you wanted to keep doing. Brady, you would march in now, here like you like you no, owned no. the beeper store. No, no. I'm very. Uh... <laughs> the beeper store. Ronnie is part lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> You'd been a one man band. Amazing. You don't think you'd be proud of that? No, I don't oh, think I would like the that. Doors that would open. No I know. Now maybe. Maybe you're right, but <laughs> now. <laughs> Old you, not so much. No. Now Ronnie comes in with a pal. She's leading with that. And you get to pick her? Ooh. Think of that. Think of the savings. I'm not hey, sure. Hey, you know, I definitely put the uh the easel up there and do the pros and cons. <laughs> Go down the list. You'd have a TED Talk say, on okay, it? Yeah. What do you think the cons are? She's leaving. That's uh, a con. Yeah. You think potential that would be a con? Or a potential of finding a better vagina of, than you yeah. have? Perception in the but community. But it it, isn't that, in fact, part of loving her? Then I'd have a problem. The other con would... It is part of Like, if she's like, this makes her happier? The other con would be, how is that going to work if we you know, ki- we bring kids into the mix? Well, oh, God, kids. don't do that. You never bring kids into the lesbian yeah. sex mix. What's wrong with you? Well... The kids should never know about it. Or be yeah, part of it, so for how, God's you know, sake. 
I wouldn't like living with that. Oh, well, you don't holding have to move them in immediately. Holding that secret. Hey, ah. You have tons of secrets about your sex you. life from Kirby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna right? tell you, kids are a lot more enlightened now than they yeah, were but so what? Yeah. Even still, you you don't I'm, tell your kids about your sex life now. No, no, no. Kirby no, knows no, everything. No, no. Does she really? <laughs> <laughs> she was sleeping uh, on the floor for twelve years. So. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never understood when people say, "Oh, the kids, we can involve the kids in that," and I'm like, "Why are the kids involved? You lie to them constantly about your sex life." If she, if you know, there's, no, there's uh, only not much lying because you. You don't really discuss it. Right. But yeah. it's lying if she knocks on the door and you're mid-stroke. You're like, yeah, what are you guys doing? You're not going to be making love to your mother as I do every Saturday at 1140 a.m. Take your mom's temperature. <laughs> right. From behind. 98.6. No COVID for you. Look at that. And here's your medicine. <laughs> See how that works, Curbs? Yeah. Don't like lying to her. We always, you don't include your kids in your sex life at all. Right. So if you threw a lesbian in the mix, it would be no different. I'm just telling you, than, that would be something that I would think about. Yeah, I mean, if you decided to rim Ronnie one night, you're not going to go run, tell Kirby. Hey, Curbs! <laughs> right, so it doesn't matter if there's a lesbian in the room. It changes it for me for some reason. With it doesn't Kirby. matter the orientation. No kidding. Huh? Yeah. With the kid. Oh, with just in general. No, yeah, no the general the makes kid. sense, but I'm saying yeah. the kid part is mm. confusing to me because... Kids should know about your sex well, life. It's not now. like you're moving. It's not like you're moving her in or anything. Right. You have it's a, just playtime. You have a yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a, you have a play date with a new friend, and then you have some OJ out in the backyard. Right. And, right. But you, you, you know, it's just again, there's some change in that would have to happen for me. Yeah. Because you're you're just this was how you were initially programmed for years. Right. And now your wife's programming. That's, a, that's yeah. telling that you use the term program. That's yeah. true. Ooh, well, that's true. He's right. I, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. he's wrong. I'm just saying. I tell you what, you'd get kicked out of Gilbert for sure. Megan starts him with that lesbian stuff. I'm telling Kirby. Everyone's going to know. (laughs) (laughs) I've got details. Hey, Kirby, you know what happens between these two? And uh, on that note, by the way, Pornhub did a thing yesterday where they announced uh, the top relative categories viewed by women in every state. Relative? What do you mean? Like when they search what they're looking for, like stepbrother. So Montana was redheads. Women search Pornhub for this. Redheads, right? Okay. Uh, and it's some basic... Uh, the, the weird one to me was uh, West Virginia led with virtual reality women doing virtual reality. So I was like, wow, that's strange that they would be the one. Hmm. Uh, a lot of Oculus sold there. Indiana likes small breasts, as does Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> Missouri. to find in Wisconsin. Latina. There are a bunch of big broads up there. Tex- Texas is Latina. Arizona was solo female. Uh, California's Japanese women, Washington fetish, uh, uh, Ohio was a f- was feet that women search feet. You know what Missouri was? Fisting. Oh, Missouri! They led the league in fisting Man, in Mizzou. <laughs> uh, and just above that, Iowa loves the pissing. <laughs> Man, I don't know what this means. South Dakota is vintage. They search Black and white. vintage like porn. Yeah. Probably 70s porn. It could yeah. be. That's like the Vanna White we were looking at. That's the type of stuff they like. Uh, New Hampshire is hand job. And then Toledo, uh, Massachusetts is cuckoldry. So you should <laughs> I gotta, move. To, you should I gotta move. Shuffle off my to, town. Shuffle <laughs> off to Boston. Boston isn't bad except for the people. Where uh, And, and uh, oddly enough, Delaware was Indian. And the number one girl search. Eastern or native? What Didn't say. Oh. Didn't say. 
Cleveland or Dots? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're asking. And then uh, Rhode Island, transgender. Where's that Delaware? Oh, oh no, Jersey is Indian. That's Delaware. Transgender is Delaware. You got all 50 up there? Yeah. What's Illinois? Illinois is uh, feet along with Ohio. Ugh. Arkansas? hate feet. I got to believe that. Arkansas is solo female like Arizona. Oh, Oklahoma's tattooed women. <laughs> and Nebraska's just blondes. Utah. How about, how about Mormon strip Utah? Strip tease. Really? The ladies like a strip tease in Utah. Yeah, it's weird, but that's it. And redheads, it's a small boobs. Uh, it comes up more than any other. Like women like looking at other girls with small. I would venture to guess smaller than them. You know? Yeah, it could be. Like they don't want somebody. You know, it's well. I guess it's different for guys. We like watching some girl get ravaged by a Peterbilt. So it's like we do, we <laughs> we search out giant cranks. But small cans is all over the place. And then uh, the fun part is Louisiana, Mississippi. Uh, Alabama and Georgia, ebony, <laughs> and that's the that's the redneckery of the United States. They all love searching out uh, the women like black girls, and so is both uh, Tennessee and South Carolina. Florida, Florida's got to be something weird. Latina, oh. isn't that crazy? But Arizona's solo female, so your wife. I wonder is, if that's because all the cam models are here in Arizona. But think of that. That's no. That's what women are searching. Searching. So okay, that's what right. your wife, my, all of our search out probably probabilities gotcha. of another girl yeah. playing with herself. That's what they're searching. At least out. one or two in this room, probably right. Well, Ronnie for sure. She's just not telling Kirby about it yeah. or Brady. <laughs> Kirby probably knows. Brady doesn't. But women search out other women for their porn hub. That's disappointing. Not one. What were you looking for? Black. I thought Blacked would be right. one of the sites that would be like that's giant all women. Hall. Want. Yeah, giant, giant, <laughs> big black cranks and like huge wieners. Not one state was huge wieners, but small boobs is a massive one. Which, yeah, that's, that's surprising. That is weird, isn't it? That women search that out. Yeah, I find it strange that the middle of America uh, loves the pissing. I don't know why you find that weird. I find that weird. That's a that's a Middle bridge America too far. Is from very me. repressed, isn't it? I guess. I really don't know what to do. That's yeah. what this thing does. So that must be sexy. Stop it! You can do that on someone. Yeah, I'm doing it. Come Chuck, here, sissy. Irma Jean. Yeah, I don't know. Chuck Berry played the most concerts in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. He liked on Ray. the road. He- anyway, Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yes. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? We got a guy in line here who needs a little help, and forgive us, so we still are a public service for uh, the community. Yes, we are. There's a guy in line four who's got a question for us, and we definitely want to help him out. Hi there, who's this? This is Stucky. What? This is Stucky. Stucky? Stucky. Stucky, yeah. Stucky like, like the, the truck be- stop? Like the pecan log rule? That's exactly what it is. You were named, or were you born at a truck stop? No, it's just a family name. Just folks love the pecan roll and the uh, the little beef jerkies. Yeah, pretty much. Could have been named after half a piece of furniture, too. This is the best tasting pecan roll I ever had. I swear to God I'm named my first born after this place. 
He was, Stucky. He was born on the couch, and mom's like, let's see, Rob or Stucky? Rob. Let's go with Stucky. Right of the couch. <laughs> you had a question? Uh, something going on downtown? What'd you say? Yeah, hey, um, there's like news crews and helicopters circling around the, the fair zone. Say the, again? The, there's news crews around the uh, the old Coliseum? The, the, yeah, the, the state area. Why is that? Stucky, what's going on? I have no idea, dude. You have no idea? What do you do for a living? Um, I actually actually work with a datacom over a main campus. Data, data, that's the datacom thing downtown today. Oh, really? It's the yeah. datacom expo. Yeah, yeah, if you're uh, if you work with datacom, the datacom expo is all down. That's what everybody's talking about. You're that's supposed to go down there. You're supposed to go to the Coliseum at eleven o'clock. Ah, oh, I miss it then. Damn. You didn't know about that? No. This is like huge. It's like the biggest datacom expo of all time. Better get down there. It's on the cover of the paper. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They're giving out uh, iPods with 23 gigaflops. <laughs> <laughs> Brady just made that part up. No, uh, uh, you may have heard about this. Uh, there's a few Mexican people who want to be citizens, and they might be marching down there. They're doing it right there? Yeah. Where did uh, you think they were going to do it? Down in the desert? I don't know. From, Stucky? Yeah, where have you been, Stucky? <laughs> Tell you what, t- unless you pick it up this morning, I didn't know, like if you asked me, I didn't know the exact route. It's just downtown. Just avoid it. Yeah, Stucky, you don't want to go to work today if you have to be downtown anywhere near there. <laughs> They're going to be all over the place. Well, there's all kinds of construction issues. Maybe the construction zones will be clear today. Well, they'll be completely clear. The roads are clear. Well, Stucky's I know why Stucky doesn't know. He plays Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. Yeah, you're always locked up in your parents' basement. Hey. Hey. Stucky, do you live at home? Yes, I do. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I- I'm doing the smart route. Hey, uh, Stucky, pull your head out of your ass every once in a while and watch the news. <laughs> I do. Yeah, turn uh, Harry Potter off. It. Yeah, <laughs> shut down the Goblet of Fire for ten minutes and pick up a paper. Uh, Stucky, yeah. this is the biggest news in Phoenix in years. Oh, I, I heard about the, the march. I just didn't know where it was. Oh, okay. People are, uh, I guess, marching. They're going to have over a thousand hippogriffs. Yeah, yeah. Be, uh, oh, it's a Harry, down Potter, there, Harry Potter convention. <laughs> Stucky, for God's sakes. Do, yeah, do yeah. your name proud and get out there and, uh, well, get me a pecan roll. I mean, you made, you made me hungry. Stucky, <laughs> thanks, man. Good luck. Have, <laughs> a good, yeah, thanks. have a good day, man. Hey, thanks. Now, that's what I'm talking about. That's why it this starts is, at the fairgrounds and it goes down Grand Avenue. But that's why this is... Over to 3rd Avenue. It's all over the road. And give then him, down to Washington Street. Damn it. And give, it's the 19th give them a leaf It's a blower. triangle. Give them a leaf blower while this march is going on, for God's sakes. And the people on each side of the road can blow out all the dirt and we can double up the meaning of this march. That would be nice. It would be great. And it would be free. If you guys really cared about America, you would do that. That was beautiful, Eric. Thank you. If you people want to be citizens, clean up your parade route while you're doing it. In fact, you can have Mexican flags as long as you clean <laughs> as as the you streets. Pick up around. after yourselves or during, because it's like that marathon. That's just sloppy. You know, there's thirty thousand people. This is going to be three times the size of that. A little shorter, but there's going to be cups and stuff all over. Who's going to pick that up if the Mexicans are angry? So pick it up as you go. The people in the back of the march clean up after the people in the front of the march. Brilliant, because if you want to be Americans, you'd care about the streets you're marching on. Got it. There's a tear in my eye. Look at that. They're closing some ramps, highway ramps at noon. The I-10 ramps at east and westbound on 19th Avenue. That's at noon closed. I-17 off uh, the Adams, southbound at Adams. Closed at noon. And then the 7th Ave, I-10 ramps, east and westbound. Closed Don't at go noon. out for lunch today. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> well, and then the fire started about, what, 2? <laughs> Is that what we're doing those? The, the big fire. burning of Phoenix? We're angry. We built this city on rock and roll. Burn it down.
What I time? They may not. What time is uh, Fitz's official death? You think? Now Fitz is going to go down there. That's what I hear. Yeah, but Fitz is Mexican, so he can relate. So he can do it because he speaks Spanish. So it'll be all right. So is Fitz he is going to be go part down. of the. March? Oh, you'd be surprised. It's not all Mexican marching. Who else is marching? There's in a lot of people behind this thing that want to. You know the thing. Supporters. Who? Yeah. There's a. You got um, because what they're. They're marching in the reason of saying that I want this the is day why off. this is what United States stands for. You know, the free of citizen. I'm Chinese American. I'm there's Chinese German people American. that snuck across the border. That's a swim. Oh, almost home. I see lights of San Francisco. So close. Family rock. Man, that guy is. Look at these new age wetback people coming into the. <laughs> From the ocean, even. That guy is in shape. We have been swimming for six years. We learned English on way. <laughs> well, I got a book. Really? Well, I had to rest. Oh, I rest and read English. Okay. Everyone go swim more. All I talked to Man, I thought, that, I thought that Cuba thing was impressive. Chinese people are marching. And not only did they get here, they didn't stop in California. No. Now we walk to Phoenix. What the f- are you doing? I would be a coastal resident of whatever I landed on if I came all the way over here from China illegally. Who the hell's making that trip? How bad is China? Screw it, I'm diving. Oh, my goodness. The Simpsons are here. It's amazing how well those water wings work. So wrong, China. This won't be so bad. About four months into it. Jesus, where is this place? <laughs> shock. Oh, jeez, another shock. It's a long... What, uh, you think it? they landed in Baja first? And, and then, then snuck up? Yeah. Yeah, they, they're, they're, the currents carried them to Mexico. Oh, this is just great. I leave China and land in a place worse. Now I have to go through desert. Now that guy deserves citizenship. The Chinese shouldn't have to march. They just get a card. There's no good laundry down here. Yeah, how tough. <laughs> These people never wash their clothes. But you see, opened they, a laundromat in Mexico. Whoops. Stupid. <laughs> I work the same thing every day. Um, San Francisco and Seattle, Canada. That's, that's some cold big. swimming. Yeah. yeah, any Chinese marching today, you've made the horrible error the of Japanese including yourself too. into this. You're automatically citizen. And, and I don't want to hear it anymore from the Mexicans that coyotes are mean because there's Chinese people making it over here. I didn't know about that problem. I didn't know that at all, Brady. Good Lord. We need to have a march for them. Boats for Chinese immigrants. That's a long swim. There's like five people. <laughs> Ooh, remember that time we swam? Oh, do I never forget that. That was horrible. Learned a lot of English, but... Uh, they're just huge, too. They've got shoulders that are... Oh, it's a good swim. Uh, best exercise ever. Hopefully yeah. Roger Clemens isn't in town. He'd be like, Oh, where's all the laundromats? They're all closed. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> My Astros uniform's dirty. Roger Clemens. <laughs> Roger. Roger. Man, Brady, I didn't know that there were Chinese marchers today. I think the Mexicans will beat them up just to keep them quiet. Oh, your story's a lot worse than ours. You deserve it. Kill him. A lot of Swedes marching today. Sure. Oh, really? Sure. I don't know how they got here. They just wandered over the North Pole. They snapped. They're sick and tired of ABBA. Yeah. <laughs> Could it? 
Yeah, there's a lot. I didn't know. I thought it was all Mexicans, but boy, oh boy, maybe this march does make sense. If there's people swimming over from China to be here, what a country. Some could say it might not make the best sense because uh, they're, if they're looking for a quick voting turnaround, this is the first day of the two-week break. For what? Congress. Oh, for the Easter Congress. Yeah, they're not going to get anything from these people. Well, we couldn't decide on the Browns. So we're going to take a couple weeks off, spend it with our families and our huge houses while you mow our grass. I guarantee you after this two-week break Congress takes with no Mexicans mowing their lawns, they'll come back and make something happen the second this Congress starts. My lawn is out of control. Go get them, Mexicans. But I didn't know the Chinese were doing it, too. Now now I have a soft heart. If I see one guy with a Chinese flag in that march, I'm going to go down there, embrace him, and let him live with me. He's, he's just a monster. The little Chinese How am I going to get my mogwai now? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> now we're worried about that. This is a tragedy. Anybody who swam more than 6,000 miles to get here deserves it. Some things go down better the second time around. That sounds kind of crazy. This is the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Oh, boy. 98KUPD. <laughs> You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Earlier this month, 49-year-old James Manning got busted for possession of an unidentified controlled substance in Sonora, California. He uh, was where it's about 130 miles east of San Francisco. He was doing court on Friday, but he was in Redding, California, about 250 miles north didn't have a car so he did the only sensible thing that he could think of stole a car 2001 Mitsubishi from a used car dealership what What kind of car what what was that Mitsubishi (laughs) unfortunately make him say it again (laughs) one more time one more time something's not right in there (laughs) slow down a Mitsubishi (laughs) that's how you have to say but I'm saying it like the commercial Mitsubishi no you're not because the commercial would not mispronounce their own product product (laughs) You, uh, 2001, you push it, pull it, drag it in. We'll give you $10,000. For what? Mark Mitsubishi. <laughs> no, they don't say it that way. You skip the T at times. He's going Miss Ubisi. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. I was like, well, Mitsubishi. Now you got it right that time. You, you and I heard the same things. Like, that ain't right. Something ain't right. I didn't. I couldn't quite get what was wrong about it, but five, six Jeez, times. Jeez. Trying to have some. Mitsubishi. The other day, you and Mark Malone were talking here. Yeah. And you said something about Vietnamese, and you said it that way, and you and everybody let you go, and you left the room, and he goes, did he say Vietnamese? And I said, that's the thing. Don't worry about it. Malone even caught it. I didn't say it. You did say it, because he even said it. I never say Vietnamese. <laughs> that's why we say you say Vietnamese, is because you do. What was the thing you were talking? You were just naming off peanuts or something like that, and Mark had to stop the conversation and ask you what the hell's going on. Are you okay? You have a I don't know. The other day, he and Mark Malone are talking, and Brady started going, "There's legumes, and almonds, and uh, you got, uh, sometimes Brady drifts off. Got your red nuts. You got uh, yeah, but I Malone think goes, what the hell are we talking think, about? You might think I'm dripping, oh, drifting no. off, and Malone's like, "What's that?" And then he'll come down the hallway. Uh, hey, it's oh, a he'll great peanut brittle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, you were you were naming off grocery stores. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then he came down the hallway and he goes, "Well, because it became a joke." Because I had to stop. I got to remember it. Because the way he was looking at you, like I'm going to kill him. He names off one Albertsons, and then the, there's a bashes there, and then there's fries, and then again. You were trying to find out what the His, Italian the grocery, grocery store, store in Chicago below was. his apartment. 
it may or may not have been below his apartment. You knew it of a was. Place it was near in Greek house. town. But you're trying to remember it, and he lived in the building, and he didn't remember it, so it didn't mean anything. Oh, to he him. remembered it. No, he, he didn't. Goes, yeah, because he couldn't remember the name, and then I mentioned the name down there. That's it. That's it. The place was phenomenal. Well, he just wanted you to stop naming stuff. <laughs> he probably <laughs> just said that's it to the next thing you said. There it is. That's it. You've nailed it. Go home happy. <laughs> stop talking to me. Because he's staring a hole through you, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, all right, I got to stop this because Malone's going to kill you if you name off one more grocery store. Piggly Wiggly, A and P, Scott Lads, Scott Lads. It's not a Menards; they don't sell groceries. Meyer, Meyer. Eagle. This is the drifting we're talking. And that was about. it. And he's, he's just, just gone. Of... And I'm like, yeah. this is the... and I said, this is the worst conversation I've ever watched happen. Malone's like, yeah, what's he talking about? I'm not sure if Kroger Bottom, Vietnamese. <laughs> I think Mark Malone looks at you like you're a Furby come to life. <laughs> He's fascinated that you say so many words. He is. <laughs> a Furby. Who shaved down the Furby? Malone, it's a real human. No way. It only knows like 800 words. Maybe he'll come in and hey, Furby, what's your take on this? <laughs> so I'm in the hallway throwing Brady in the air. Every time you throw him, he says, we. We. <laughs> These things are so lifelike. Is it true? Don't give them water? Yeah. They eat now. Say Mitsubishi again. Mitsubishi. <laughs> Just like the commercial. So now. anyway, he's rolling out with a 2001 what? Mitsubishi. <laughs> That's better. Sorry to slow you the down. The owner of the dealership immediately reported it stolen. James figured he could get around that by changing the license plates. But when the car happened to have GPS, the unit on it, the police somehow accessed Found out where it was parked outside the courthouse. So he showed up to court in the stolen car. On top of that, he had more drugs. Wow. That doesn't want to be free anymore. Um, not what I expected. To His 45-year-old wife, Teresa, was arrested too. Although she claimed she didn't know the car was stolen. And that James told her he, he bought it earlier for 200 bucks earlier that day. Here's the lovely couple. Not sure which one's the man. Or oh, the... my God. Drugs have done horrible damage to these two. She's 45? He is 40. Oh, no, she's 45. Wow. Yeah. So this should be on a billboard? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that should be a billboard. Hell, yeah. That's Ron Perlman. <laughs> it's it's Ron Perlman. Methy Perlman. <laughs> man, if you, too, want to turn into Ron Perlman and... <laughs> Half the time it took Ron Perlman to look like that. Meth yourself into Ron Perlman's face. Wow. Doctors in Kazakhstan operated on a seven-year-old Marat Zadanov, believing that he had a large cyst growing around his eternal organs. But once they opened him up, they discovered that he was carrying a dead fetus of his undeveloped Siamese twin brother. <laughs> the fetus had turned into a giant tumor. With oh. hair, bones, and fingernails. The tumor baby wasn't growing anymore, human, oh, but it was God. feeding off of more its blood supply. One of the surgeons says, quote, it was remarkable. For seven oh. years, it lived like a parasite inside the boy's body. Oh, Brady, stop! <laughs> the doctors don't know how the Siamese twins started growing inside the boy, but they suspected the mother's mal- malnutrition and, and something oh. to do with it. <laughs> the constant so... kicking in his gut. Oh, 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 oh God! Make that stop! That did not happen. They said when they opened up the boy, they found the Siamese twin feeding on a granola bar that the boy had <laughs> 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 
precious. <laughs> He's just precious. in there eating granola. Leave me be, my precious. They oh. opened him up, and the Siamese twin immediately grabbed the gold wedding band <laughs> yeah. around the doctor's ring. <laughs> my precious. Disgusting. You're a horrible, horrible little man, Brady. How do you start the day like that? Oh. I love that. And then you've got a scar on your stomach for the rest of it. What is that from? That's where they remove my Siamese twin. You know, it's just the fetus. My brother, my brother Bobo, who lived off me for seven years. <laughs> you had to name it. <laughs> I think you got a tumor, Timmy. Let's go in there and take a... Oh, my sweet... That's a kid. That's a kid going off of you there. What, what if you saw old mill snapshots of... <laughs> the family? Of Marat and, and <laughs> Bobo. <laughs> Why are you naming there's, him Bobo? <laughs> there's Marat, the wagon wheel, and this hammered fetus. The wagon wheel pulled down. You know, when I got my uh, senior pictures for high school, there was <laughs> my photographer had this huge elephantitis of the arm, like water weenie arm. It yeah. was full of fluid. Oh. And it was like lumpy. It was like a fetus was growing off of him, and he kept like positioning my face with the thing. Yeah. So all my pictures for my senior year, looked, I look scared to death, because this thing is going to touch me if I move too much. Now your head's down a little. Come here for a second. <laughs> and his little bobo was touching me. Fetus. Hey, Marat, what's that uh, bag of piled up tomatoes next to that fake bookshelf? My brother... Oh, God, Marat. <laughs> Who does his nails? <laughs> I'll go out with you, but you gotta go out with my brother, too. He's coming along. <laughs> I am Bobo. <laughs> they have brought me to life. <laughs> A miracle of technology. Why, you're just an undeveloped fetus, aren't you? Yuppers. <laughs> Yuppers. Uh, he's funny, but he's just hard to look at. Well, that's just the worst thing I think I've ever heard. 629 in the morning sickness. And now everybody's got that one lump on their body. They're feeling going. I wonder. I wonder if that's, that's my Siamese my brother. Twin. <laughs> He's been feeding off me for years. You've been milking me, you albatross. Oh, I am violently ill. It's hard to make me sick, but that pretty much nailed it. Brady, nice work, man. <laughs> it had hair and teeth and fingernails. The big lump of person. I'm gonna throw up. And eating whatever you ate. For seven years. <laughs> kind of nibbling on your... I don't know rat. why. I'm constantly hungry. <laughs> your stomach doesn't growl. It actually says, feed me. Yeah. I know. Mine just goes... Oi, 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 oi. Yours says, feed me. <laughs> I like to call this the year in reflection story. Okay. We've had some gems over the year, and I went back and pulled out a couple of them. And this one, if you remember, came from the Manila, Philippines. Okay. Four members of a family have been arrested and charged for murder, allegedly killing, and eating a relative during a wedding reception. I remember <laughs> this. Yes, I remember this. They served the guy up at the wedding reception, <laughs> unknown. That's right. Party guests. On July 17th, the wedding of his daughter, he got angry with the cousin, Benji, who, who, who actually tripped and accidentally touched the bride's bottom. Oops. I remember that. Him and his and the dad and the brother went and took care yep. of business. Yeah. Baul or Ballet is his name. I don't know how you pronounce it. And Gerald, the uh, another <laughs> Wait cousin. Wait a minute. Benji, Judy. Gerald, and Ballet? Yeah. And Julie? 
Are you sure this is the Philippines and not Philadelphia? They allegedly <laughs> confronted Ganay. Yeah, it's Philippines. Huh? Ganay was the guy who basically, I guess oh. they had Ganay souffle. <laughs> Drove him to a secluded place where they stabbed him to death. He, the guy surrendered to police acting... Um, Wait a minute, do you have an update or is this just like I'm just a, a, re a reflecting of the story. You're just doing it over. over the year. <laughs> You're just doing old stuff. Yeah, because the, one, the other one I was trying to find... Come to Benet Buffet! All day long, eat Benet until Benet lasts. Is this Filipino? Oh, okay. <laughs> Close enough, Joe. Okay, you know difference? What's the difference? You know, I don't. You know? <laughs> no. Denise Philippine. Back to Benet Buffet. Five ninety five. You get all Benet you can eat. How much for Rob that finger? Less. Finger cost dollar. <laughs> all right. You want shrimp or chicken? Uh, it's all the same, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> How much for the Ganey uh, lettuce wraps? Lettuce wrap. Depending on what part you wanted, lettuce. Dollar. <laughs> Is that, chicken or shrimp. That's good. Is that Filipino money? Yes. <laughs> Which is called what, Eric? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> it don't matter. What Go is, with it. Why you uh, have so many questions? You writing a book about <laughs> Philippines? Yes, actually. Oh, good. Well, all right. Start in Manila and get some fact. Then get back to me. You're but for now, eat Benet. We have Jean Benet. We have Benet Benet. I think you need to tell Eric <laughs> to spend a weekend in Phuket. <laughs> yes, they eat a place called Fouquet. <laughs> really? Yeah. And also one called Fouquet, which I also uh, point at you and say. I don't think you can say that. I open up a uh, Benet Buffet, and then in Colorado, John Benet Buffet, we get that going. Very small meal, but uh, very good while John Benet last. Parents, Ooh. off the hook. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Anywho... What's your, what's your name again? I didn't catch it. What, you write book about me? <laughs> yeah. I don't, ha I don't, it don't matter. Why you guys have so many questions? <laughs> You're kind of irritating. My name, Benji. You're a guest. Benji. Benji. <laughs> right. Like the dog. <laughs> yes, delicious. Like the dog. I see what you go with that. Also have Benji Buffet. <laughs> Joe Camp's Benji Buffet. A little hairy. Nobody understand that except people who like Benji as child. Alright, that's all for me. I got to go. I got to go make more bananas. Is this the Led Zeppelin of the Philippines you're playing in the Again, background? What what you? The Croc of Philippines? <laughs> Sorry, Casey, I don't know. It's uh, not it's Chinese thanks music. Thanks for coming in, yeah, Benji. So long. This was great. Peace. Wow, you guys really shut that dude down. <laughs> he's just He's like the Filipino food Nazi. <laughs> just trying to understand just trying him. The guy just bought some time and wanted to sell his restaurant, and there you two had too many questions. He was a guest. Yeah. Guest, right, guest questions. Hey, by the way, <laughs> next time I come, why don't you just shut out light and swing right bulb for interrogation? Jeez, Benji. Unbelievable. I come in, tell you about the richest buffet of uh, brother and raw. Yeah. And you guys kill me. Sorry. Question, 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 question. I didn't, uh, I don't remember standing next to either of you saying I do. What's with the interrogation? Benji, may you have a happy holiday season, and I hope you get... A bag of shrimp heads for Christmas. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks for the good wish, but uh, we don't celebrate Christmas in Philippines. What do you celebrate? I don't know. Everyone I celebrates. I did not research character. But, Benji, you can celebrate Christmas. But I don't want to. <laughs> I don't believe Why? in Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's I fine. know that. 
It's a day off from Benji's buffet. Then it's a bad day, Benji. Make no money. <laughs> That's right. You don't like white people. Any more questions before I eat yeah, the city one more, floor? One more, Benji. You got any sisters that are hookers? Oh, that's it. Brady Buffet <laughs> opening soon. I will crush you like a bug. I got to go. This is ridiculous. Oops, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> it's a special now. I hit wrong button and all of a sudden I make pudding. Special shrimp, shrimp sauce. <laughs> cocktail, cocktail sauce. Yeah, I'll let one go before I I had to rub one out on you <laughs> bastards with all your, your inquisitivity. I think he'd actually say inquisitivity. <laughs> Maybe. My dad. This is what it would be like if you're Radio Antivo. And the weirdness doesn't stop there. The best of Homebrook's morning sickness, 98. You thought that was funny. Homebrook's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. 98. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-K-U-P-D. The New York Post reported... That a copy of the of a Marilyn Monroe sex film is actually out there. It'd been sold for one point five million. Here's how it went down. I guess supposedly there was a film shot in the fifties, just before Marilyn had become the international sex symbol. She remains to this day. It's fifteen minutes long, black and white. Yeah, don't get me off on that. But there's no sound <laughs> to it. Um, Marilyn is fully clothed on her knees giving a certain type of pleasure to a man who remains out of the camera, framed throughout the identity is never revealed. In 1965, I know who it is. three years after Marilyn died of an overdose, uh, overdose in 1962, the FBI was tipped that the existence of the tape is around. An informant showed them the tape. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. They told him that Joe DiMaggio had once offered to buy it from the person who had it for twenty five grand, just to keep it buried. Oh, see, DiMaggio. Well, no, because no, Mr. Coffee was married to her. Joe Incomes, DiMaggio. Yeah, so he was. He's a, all right with it. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover, Damn. or J. Edna, who was a fierce opponent of the Kennedy clan, had it confiscated, and for two weeks he had it examined for evidence that the man in the film was either JFK. What I tell you, or Robert, his brother. Yeah, either Kennedy. Because, uh, but uh, they couldn't prove it. If that Film was one of them, I would high-five today. them. But yeah, here's the other side of it. I do think it's one of them. But how stupid, I mean, you thought Clinton was dumb? I uh, need a Hummer. Let's uh, turn on the cameras. <laughs> Presidential Hummer. Three, two, one. Go. And he just stands there with his hands behind his head, knowing he's out of frame the whole time. How dumb are you if you're the president of the United States to film? Yeah, that, that'd be stupid. But it's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, you know what, God. though? Even as president, you're like, ah, oh, this is going uh, going in the archives. Well, he's saying <laughs> Put this no... in the uh, time yeah, but capsule. but can't prove it. You never know when a uh, bullet will crush through your skull. I want to remember this for uh, ages. I mean, we were all disappointed with Clinton because it was Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. If it was like, uh, you know, I mean, even Anna Nicole at that time would have been like, all right, I'd watch that video. That's pretty cool. Nice job, Billy. I did not do that. He was my hero for a reason. The informant who originally gave the tape to the FBI, nobody seems to know who this character is, but supposedly made a copy before he turned it over. Now we flash forward to present day. Sweet. This memorabilia dealer, K.M. Morgan, says he learned of the existence of the film while researching a a documentary on Maryland. The News of Pruder film. He found out that the son of the informant still had the copy. So he got in contact with him. Morgan watched the film, 
confirmed it was indeed Marilyn Monroe doing the naughty thing. And they say that there was another shooter in the movie, too, in the film. She gets hit in the back of the hair. Last month, he <laughs> brokered the sale of the film. <laughs> Clearly, this uh, cannot be the act of our one Kennedy, because her head goes right here, back into the left. Back into the left. And then Ted stumbles in drunk. Back into the left. My brother was a notorious right shooter. That's a magic shot. Back he said the guy the who bought it <laughs> magic from shot. New York for $1.5 million doesn't want anyone to see it. He's not. He didn't buy it to make money. He's just keeping it. Yeah. And for himself? But what's interesting what a is jerk. there is a document dated what a June, jerk is right. June 7th, 1965. An Oof. unnamed informant tells the FBI that he has seen the French-type movie which depicted Marilyn Monroe in an unnatural act with an unknown male. Nothing about unnatural. Nothing is declassified at the document. About What's unnatural the document. About what is she, wearing a gorilla that's suit or the something? Way they, that's the way they uh, would... Back in a tubelet. You have to release this to the people. Back in That was a, our hey, president. That's our president. Know. This is public record. <laughs> Right. This is well, public record. I it's, demand it's not going to happen now. Video. But <laughs> what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to satisfy your needs, Eric, by having Heather Mills pose for a penthouse. Stop it. Say. Stop with the one-legged lady getting naked and give me some Marilyn Monroe performing. Supposedly she was in Governor a Connelly very intense conversation with the new owner of penthouse, Mark Bell. He got hit, too. Connelly's in the jump seat. Something's <laughs> on my arm here. Jack? I uh, I did not shoot that. Jack is right. <laughs> that is uh, not mine. <laughs> you got Jackie rolling around on the back of the car trying to get all his stuff back in. Sha- oh, I want that video, Brady. I want it. Shaq has his own Wild America. Basically, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal was seen with his wife Shawnee at the Wildlife they World Zoo in Phoenix over the weekend. Thought they were divorced. And that was the deal. They uh. Were spotted together at some charity event earlier this month, but Shaq and Shawnee started divorce proceedings last year, and then proceeded to toss all manner of nasty accusations about each other. And let me clarify: they were at the Wildlife World Zoo <laughs> back out. in attendance. Brett Brett slammed the door right in my face. Huh? Sorry, Shaq. That's right. I just just because we're getting divorced doesn't mean I can't take the bitch to the zoo. <laughs> I guess he figures Good he's point. paying her. He might as well hang out with her. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I gotta give her like a million dollars a week. There ain't no reason I can't take pictures to the zoo. <laughs> we got like 65 kids. We gotta take do something with them kids. So you're doing it. For, well, you're doing I like it. shut that stuff. <laughs> you do. Like Watch big, your head. To keep uh, the family together. The family unit's still together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Well, no. I'm gonna leave the, I'm gonna leave her, but there ain't no reason I can't take the bitch to the zoo. Do you still have sex everybody. with her? No. Without anybody going crazy. My, what big shoes you have. You got big ass feet. You know why? Because I'm like 7'4". That makes sense. Yeah, he comes with big feet. If I had little zoo? feet, I would tip over all the time. Watch out for that door. So watch the door. I think it's in the way. So if you see me at the zoo with my ex-wife, it's because I can. Cool. Can you dig it? Yeah, I can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out sometime next month, Bill Cosby's rap album. What? Cosby Narratives Volume 1, State of Emergency. It's not exactly a rap album. Basically, Cosby talking over hip-hop, pop, and jazz music. He says, I, I don't rap on any of these. I wouldn't like know how to Shatner. fix my mouth yeah. to say some of the words. <laughs> Screen jelly. He does have guest rappers on the album. 
you see with the bitches and hoes covered in jellos? Does it put my nose in a place where it don't go? He's going to be preaching about all the bad rap out there, yeah. probably, on the curse words. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being B-I-double-L Cosby. <laughs> that was pretty hard to do. Solid. <laughs> you keep coming up with funky act like every single day. You see, when you rap about the bitches and the hoes, you got to include the genitals and the pudding pops and the sticks and the chocolate and the thing and the good and the mmm. Pudding pops. Does it put the pudding pop in there? She's gonna play in the beat. Play Theo ain't easy. You see. Where is Theo? Why do you need to know? Shut it! You see. Just keep making noise until Brady's done writing down his nonsense. Pop that, Rudy. Pop that, Rudy. Pop, pop that, Rudy. Break it down. Good night, everybody. It's a pillbox. If you listen, you just might have a good time, you see. You're a big fan of the Rat Pack. You know that. Were. Don't. Joy Bishop, comedian. The last one. The last well, one of the sort Rat of, because well, Jerry Lewis wasn't in the Rat Pack, really, was he? No, they don't really consider him. Yeah, but he died. Joey Bishop, the Rat Pack, is he was eighty nine. He what was did he die of? Eighty nine. Multiple causes. <laughs> Gunshot wound, Eric. He was eighty nine. What? It's a legitimate <laughs> question. <laughs> he died. To, I don't know. Climbing ropes at Outward Bound with Brady. <laughs> He was 89. What Back did he in the die day, of? Chuck doesn't will, matter. Chuck probably watched this, the re, the Joey Bishop show. Yeah. You know who his sidekick was on that? I do. Anyway, Regis Philbin was Joey Bishop's Regis sidekick. Philbin. He was the second banana. Anyway, here that. I am with Joey Bishop, and I'm the second banana. He died of a staph infection. Was the, uh, oh, jeez. No, got, I'm got just the kidding. Super he bug. No. Oh, he died of being 89. And then Deborah Carr. She was the chick that made out with... Uh, in that movie. What the heck was that movie? That's what she's famous for. From Here, to, Lane, Eternity. From here to Eternity. In that's the right. Beach. In the beach scene. That's right. And then she was also Yul Brenner's tool in uh, The King and I. <laughs> she was not I his mean, tool. Yeah. <laughs> she was his sex She died slave. of 86. She died from Parkinson's. That was Deborah Kerr in The King and I, the original with Yul Brenner? Why Deborah, is higher than mine? Deborah Carr. What did I say? Kerr. Oh, I thought I said Whatever. Kerr. She spells it K-E-R-R, but they oh. pronounce it Carr. No idea. But she was the teacher in The King and I, the original? Yes. One, two, three, etc., etc., etc. You teach the kids. I will learn to dance. Movies out this weekend. Red Rent that movie this weekend. I think like I'm going to vampire. That's oh, what that's he sounded right like. On. It's dead on it. It's you, you haven't seen The King and I with the I old runner? Oh, I don't brilliant. remember. A while ago. You want to teach me to dance? Let's do it. One, two, three. One, two, three. He's a vampire. Why is your head higher than mine? I don't know where the accent was. It was si- Siamese. And I don't know because he was the king of Siam. But it was the greatest thing ever. And you couldn't have your head higher than him, or you get really pissed off. You speak to me with your head higher than mine. And Yule spent some time in the sun on that yeah. one. Yule Brenner had that accent. That was just his accent. I think he was like Transylvanian, but he just—he was like Sean Connery. He'd just do that accent, and they—you play a guy from uh, Asia, okay? <clears throat> I am from Siam. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still speaking English. Yeah, and then and then he was now in, you uh, must play Ramses. Yeah, he was Ramses uh, in the Ten Commandments. Commandments. Moses and Hebrews think they cannot smudge my father. 
We will take them down. I said he's Jubilee. Okay. What accent is that? Egyptian, I believe. <laughs> All right, now you're a Texas farmer. <clears throat> the tractor is not pulling. The ox are no good here. Yule, in this film, I need you to be the director of the Scotland Yard. Okay. <clears throat> Jack the Ripper is on the loose, and everyone in Scotland has to help. <laughs> it's true. He did, this, he did the same thing Sean Connery did. The best thing Billy Crystal ever did was the thing he goes, I would have loved to have seen him in, like, play the Babe, because he did that Babe Ruth story. Yeah. Hey, Babe, will you hit a home run for me? Mm, I will hit a single, a double, a triple, etc., etc., etc. He's from Vladivostok, Russia. That's where it was. The King and I for years. Movies out this weekend. Rendition. That's the thriller starring Reese Witherspoon. Terrible. You think? Yep. Probably. The comebacks. Terrible. Looks terrible. Wait, man. Do you say Rendition was terrible? Yeah. Looked dumb. But the uh, it got from Roger Ebert. This movie is perfect. Is the big quote. Really? Yeah. Could be interesting. That uh, Reese is. Uh, I don't mind her. I like You're calling Ebert there. a liar? Yes. Meryl Streep's. I will fight Ebert. Alan Arkin. Hmm. Gone Baby Gone. Oh, that's that new... Uh, Casey Affleck. The Affleck's movie. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Michelle Monaghan. Nothing wrong with the Morgan Freeman movie, because eventually he'll have a line that you can't stop saying. This I one looks uh, like it's going to be pretty good. 30 Days of Night. Yeah. Four stars in the paper today. And that is... Uh, that's, it's such Which a, scares me. That it's such a brilliant concerned. idea. I can't believe it hasn't been done already. Don't you think? About Alaska? Well, yeah, because it's dark, and then vampires would naturally migrate there because it's always dark. They got four stars. Yeah. Oh, I didn't sweet. read the review, but I, I started thinking will hype about it. it up, and yeah. then you, you know. But it just makes so much sense that vampires wouldn't live in L.A. or sunny California, anywhere. They would get out of there. They did in Lost Boys, Northern California. Well, why would they waste their time when they can, you know, not have to worry about the sun at all? If the sun kills you. Exactly. You would move to Alaska or, you know. But it's so cold there. East. Anytime <laughs> you get the dark and cold and you see the breath, guaranteed thriller. But they don't uh, ever like the sun, so they don't care if it's warm or not. They're dead. They're cold. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess it'd work out well. Yeah, it works then. out beautifully. This Maybe one... they just don't like snow. I hate being wet. <laughs> all gooey. I have to wear rubber boots. I guess that's the problem. <laughs> they throw snowballs. Dracula hated wearing galoshes. Ah, I got you in that thing. I want to suck your blood. Let me put on my squeaky boots. <laughs> my galoshes so I don't get my cape wet. Uh. They'd be in trouble if the... Uh, put on my beanie, it's cold. The priest come over there and started blessing <laughs> snowballs. Yeah. You throw that holy water snowball yeah. at him or something. Oh, that would that's be you, awesome. That's how you kill them. With holy snowballs. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant! Try to get him on the uh, play some uh, hockey on the holy rink. I think we're inventing a comedy. This is the greatest movie idea of all time. In that movie. Oh, look at her. She should be one of the children of the night. Let me find my galoshes. I hate being wet. I don't like that when it freezes up and makes the chunks on the bottom of your pants. Oh, worst day ever. I don't know if a vampire would wear galoshes. I'm I'm seeing them in hip waders or. You think he'd wear the rubbers? Yeah. Just straight up. He bites you. Oh, it's freezing. It's freezing. Welcome to the world of dead. Now let's go inside and get some cocoa. That kind of weighs them down. They can't really fly as well. <laughs> no. They fly? Yeah, sometimes. And when they're bats, they fly. Maybe that's the problem. This takes place in Alaska, and I bet you they're all hanging out at the Cabela's. At Cabela's. Cabela's. <laughs> I was trying to figure I out what that say was. Cabela's. I know. I was like, what in the F is a Cabello? Joe Cabello's house. <laughs> hanging out at Cube's place. <laughs> <laughs> 
better than an email about your lack of size. Know what I'm saying? The best of Holmberg's morning sickness on 98KUPD.